You're listening live to Right Side Radio with Phil Williams. It's hard to go wrong when you're on the right side. Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Alabama's syndicated news talk leader, Right Side Radio, Phil Williams here live in the Right Side Studios. Man, we got the local, the state, the national covering down on all the issues. And like that dude just said, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Well, it is Tuesday the 14th. That would be Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's to you, Boomer. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day to you. (laughs) Where's my box of candy? I should have brought it. We needed some more rations. (laughs) We need some more right side rations. That's right. Uh, You guys doing good? Good. Good day. Hey, yesterday was uh, Little Man's... Little Man's baseball tryout. Come on. Yeah, Come on. I know he was he was a little Mookie Betts, <laughs> <laughs> a little Mook man. Oh, that's, it, was, it was a great time. That's good. That's good. You know what's crazy? You were telling me earlier too. You we'll talk about it more later. But you you went out there and it turns out one of your old coaches was one of the ones doing tryouts for your own son. That's just, yes. how crazy is that? It was it was nuts. I it, never thought that would ever happen. A little surreal. A little surreal. <laughs> it was it was pretty crazy. Uh, but did he make the team? <laughs> I don't know. They oh, haven't posted the, the draft yet. Who do I, I got to call? Uh, we got to get we got to get this down. Who do I have to slander? Somebody. <laughs> we need to know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, we got a great show for you. So much content. I literally decided no guests for today. We'll take calls if you want to later on, but I decided not to schedule any guests because the content in these dippers is so thick, so so below the 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 no, I mean below the, the the levels, like like behind the scenes, like inside between the lines, like it's deep dive. We're going to dig into it. So I got a triple dipper that's going to be a good one is what I'm saying. Hit it, Boomer. The Triple Dipper. Three stories you've got to know. That's right. The Triple Dipper. Three stories, three themes you got to know as we run today's show. Here's the first one. The price of border chaos. Now, we've covered some of this before, but now I'm, I'm getting deeper. And what's really interesting to me is when I found what I would consider to be a deep dive article on actual policies that Mexico put in place the day after Biden was elected that have changed the game. Yeah, completely. I mean, things you're not hearing reported on a regular basis here, I'm going to bring it out for you today to give you a bigger picture of why the southern border is what it is, and Mexico and Canada have a part in all of this. So number one of the Triple Dipper, the price of border chaos. We'll talk about that then. And then number two, I started to do it yesterday. I held it off to today, killing the burbs. All right, so what's the scoop? Why do Democrats want to do away with the suburbs? There's a lot of reasons, not the least of which they try to portray as racism. But the truth is they are trying to do away with the burbs. Wouldn't it be just wonderful, a utopia, if we could just please have some equity in the manner in which the green grass of the suburbs is allowed to be experienced, or for that matter, it's concreted over and build apartment buildings? (laughs) Why not? That's what we're going to talk about. Number two, killing the burbs. And then number three... Being told what to think. Did you know that we still have an actual disinformation office in the U.S. government? We do. We thought we got rid of that thing last year, right? No, we've still got one. And uh, Elon Musk calls it one of the most dangerous entities in all of U.S. government. We'll talk about that and who it collaborates with and what they've been doing. And number three of the Triple Dipper, being told what to think. All right, let let me jump over to my comments, though. And, and I, I got to say, as I, as I look through today's content and got ready for today's show, um, 
I really found myself thinking, well, you'll see. Let me ask this question first. Is it possible to shift liability? And by that, I mean, is it possible that something bad happens and when all the facts are gathered up that you realize that it was the fault of someone who wasn't even present when the bad events transpired? And listen, I'm not talking about the lack of maturity that says everyone has a right to play the victim card. If you screwed up, you should accept the responsibility. What I am talking about, though, is the notion that sometimes events transpire, the events that cause harm, and they are actually set in motion by someone else. And that but for the actions of that third party, the harm to others would not have occurred. It's a form of blame shifting. It's also got legal precedent covered in the law. For instance, here's the deal. In Alabama, we have Title VI of the state code. It covers matters of civil liability, all right? So within Title VI, we have something called the Alabama Extended Manufacturer's Liability Act. What is that? Well, the bottom line is that manufacturers have a duty, generally speaking, to supply goods and products to the market that are reasonably safe for their use as intended. Let me give you a hypothetical. What if an auto manufacturer provides a faulty seatbelt or an inoperable airbag? And then the injuries in an accident may be in part because of the manufacturer. I mean, there was still an accident. Someone could be at fault for the accident itself. But if the airbag did not deploy, there's a whole other component to the lawsuit. But it could get worse than that. Consider this. What if the manufacturer of traffic lights puts out a stoplight that is ineffective? It has a flaw. It fails to work. It gives both sides of the intersection the green light at the same time. And suddenly an accident occurs at the intersection, an accident that very likely would not have occurred if the traffic light had not failed. In that case, it's more than just an additional liable party. In that case, you may well have a full-on burden shifting because but for the faulty traffic light, the accident never would have occurred. That, my friends, is true burden shifting. Away from those who may have actually been involved in what you see on the scene and onto the one who created the issue that caused all the problems in the first place. In essence... The accident occurred, but the stage was set by someone else. And that, my friends, is where we are on the southern border. There's a great deal of harm. Lives are being impacted. Businesses are struggling. Whole communities are being pressed down. Law enforcement is at their wit's end, and people are even dying. And yes, we have a flood of illegal immigrants coming across our southern border. But the fact remains that the true burden of responsibility, the actual fault, if you will, is the Biden administration for the way that it has set the stage for this disaster. Let me take that legal analogy I gave you a step further. Generally speaking, when someone is tempted to assign liability, there has to be like a case made for negligence or recklessness. But that extended product liability that I discussed earlier, it can also have a provision that allows for what, calls, what the law calls strict liability. What that means is that an injured person may in certain situations be able just to prove liability exists even without proving there was negligence. Just by showing that it was an unreasonably dangerous defect that caused harm, even though the product was still being used like it was intended, and even though it was in substantially the same condition as it was when it left the factory. It's liability, simply because, just strictly speaking. Well, our southern border is a hot mess right now. Every single day sees thousands, even tens of thousands of illegal crossings. Numbers that did not exist prior to the Biden administration taking office. Haven't we always had illegal immigration? Sure we have, but never like this. Never in such a manner in which the illegals themselves openly confess that they are rushing the gates, swimming the rivers, and daring the deserts simply because they believe the Biden administration has made it possible for them to do so. We can even see pictures of them carrying signs thanking Joe Biden. It is hard not to imagine how anyone can think anything other than this crisis being brought about by Biden's policies. Basically, but for the actions of the Biden administration, the southern border would be a whole lot different. 
And we know that because we can see the trends, the actual numbers that existed the day before he took office and beginning again on the day after. Let me dissect one of the situations that needs to be making more headlines, but unfortunately isn't. 73-year-old George Allen Kelly, he's an Arizona rancher. He and his wife, who's also in her 70s, they've ranched their land on the edge of the Mexican border for years. In the last two years, George Allen Kelly has consistently had unknowns trespassing on his land, which has caused him to have to remain armed at all times. Approximately two weeks ago, Mr. Kelly and his wife heard a gunshot on their land while they were eating lunch at the house. Kelly says he grabbed his rifle, he stepped outside, and he saw a group of men armed with AK-47s crossing his property. And fearing for he and his wife's safety, he fired several shots into the air to warn them away. His land has become a thoroughfare now for narco-traffickers and smugglers and illegal immigrants. Kelly says the men ran away, and he hoped that was the end of it. But later that day, he came across the body of Gabriel Cuin Butemea, an illegal who had been deported multiple times in the past, multiple times. Kelly called law enforcement, and it was determined that Butemea had died from a gunshot wound. We haven't heard anything yet about a forensic sport matching Butemea's wounds to Kelly's rifle. But Kelly denies killing him. And Butemea, though, is nonetheless dead. Kelly is now being held on $1 million bond, which he's unable to pay, so his elderly wife is alone at the house. So we have a tragic incident. One family has had their lives turned upside down. One man is dead. A community trying to put it all together. Law enforcement being tasked with the investigation on top of everything else they're enduring on the southern border. But ask yourself this question. But for the actions of the Biden administration, would this whole incident have ever occurred? I mean, there may be criminal liability on the part of Mr. Kelly. I don't know. But would he have had armed illegals on his land but for the Biden administration setting the stage for it? Butamea might have been killed by someone else. I don't know. But would he have been out there at all but for the Biden administration making it so easy for someone like him who has been deported multiple times to keep re-entering the U.S. illegally? And Mrs. Kelly? Would she be alone at the ranch right now wondering if she'll ever have lunch with her husband again if it weren't for the actions of the Biden administration creating the environment in which all of this has occurred? So extended liability for the southern border, Biden, I say yes. Maybe even strict liability. An unreasonably dangerous defect in our border policies that causes harm even though the border itself remains unchanged. And but for Joe Biden's border policies, Mr. Kelly would likely be having lunch today with Mrs. Kelly. And that's a wrap for the Right Side Way. Well, there it is. I mean, the reality is this. I'm not excusing Kelly. I'm not excusing Butamea. What I'm saying is that event, that event right there may have an entire third party that bears some liability, if not strict liability, for the overall situation. And that's the Biden administration because but for their actions... Butamea might still be alive. Kelly might still be at home. So is there a possibility there's an accident or an incident or a crime? Absolutely. But is it possible, just possible, that none of it would have happened if the Biden administration had a border policy that made some sense? All right, folks, Phil Williams, Right Side Radio. We'll keep that theme going. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back.
And we are back. Right Side Radio with the best bump music on the air. Phil Williams, Right Side Radio, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Boomers on the board. Hey, brother. I'm uh, looking up the screen right now. Uh, yeah. Breaking news. Uh, we got several breaking news stories, but uh, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine is now speaking about this contamination at the uh, site of a major train derailment. Oh, wow. I got to say, Mike DeWine looks like Bilbo Baggins got elected as a, uh, a governor. It just, have you noticed that? Just looks like Bilbo Baggins got a little old and tired and then took a job in government. That's what it looks like. It's like, hello. <laughs> the precious. Coming from the fryer. Um, uh, so, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's, a, that's a major story. We're seeing right now it's developing. Uh, and we may talk about it more later on this week or this today if you want to. But the, the truth is that, that's, that train derailment has created a huge toxic cloud. And apparently it was set on fire intentionally in order to burn off the contents of this train is what I've gathered. Mm. And now there's finding, you know, the people are getting sick, the uh, water is contaminated, and the air is black with this uh, hydrochloric acid or something similar to. Yikes. Not, 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 not good. good. Not, not good at good. all. Also, by the way, uh, there's a track of the story, Michigan State University uh, shooting on campus today. Uh, we're told uh, three dead, five wounded. Uh, and the first thing out the gate, President Biden made a statement calling for gun control, um, because that is certainly what uh, had to be the problem. It's not the fact that a crazy man decided to shoot somebody. Um, but we'll, we'll watch that story and let you know more as we see it. And then a third story breaking. Uh, fighter jets have scrambled to intercept three Russian military aircraft near NATO airspace. So what we're seeing today was that... Um, Russian surveillance planes uh, were flying near the Polish border. I, I guess they got overhead, uh, and because Poland, I mean, isn't there a gap? There's a gap. Didn't Ukraine stand between? Yeah, Ukraine stands between Russia and um, Poland. Poland. Yeah, but the Baltic states maybe flew around up to the Baltic. Anyway, the bottom line is, um, NATO aircraft uh, chased them away. Uh, there's that. And then the fourth story. Whew. Lord have mercy, Man, I can't even, the, Boomer, I need more coffee. story after story. I'm just saying, <laughs> um, is that uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein, soon to turn 90 years old, 90, 90 years old, wow. um, found her way to a microphone to announce that she is not going to run for re-election. Well, praise God. Um, well. I mean, it's not like she's not been one of the most liberal members of the Senate anyway, but she's also 90 years old, and some say her mental capacity is truly diminished in a, in a sad way. Uh, and probably Man. shouldn't even be in office right now. But uh, that's just what they say. You know what I mean? That's what they that's say. That's what they say. What they say. Read it on the bathroom wall somewhere. <laughs> hey, but the, the big story of the day, though, the man, is, is is little dude had his baseball tryouts last night. Oh, man, little dude had his baseball tryouts. We were talking about it before, right before the uh, the monologue and everything. And yeah. he, it was, it was, he did great. Of course he did. He did great. His daddy's a ball player. Yeah, he did awesome. And his, and his mom's just a... Awesome athlete. So <laughs> that's where we're, that's exactly that's where true. He gets he's got his... the genetics between mom being a a, a, a college uh, gymnast and you being a uh, a, a college baseball, baseball player. For so, the love. So he he got it from his mom, I, and I'll be very happy if he got it from his mom. So he can play shortstop and also uh, <laughs> he'll do, he'll jump he up and back do a back, dip, back yeah. tuck and and catch the ball <laughs> and stuff. But the funny thing is, is our uh, new podcast that's releasing tomorrow is all about the life lessons from sports. Oh, so do just tell. Want to plug that give, in. Give there. me a give me a teaser then. What are <laughs> what are some of the life lessons from sports that you uh, you you got in there? Well, mine was uh, my biggest thing was when I was playing sports at a young age. I was taught 
um, never, you know, it doesn't matter what happens. You never give up. Mm. Well, never give up. And then right. one of my favorite quotes was Wayne Gretzky. You miss a hundred percent of the shots you never oh, take. Yeah, absolutely. That's one of my favorite quotes and, you know, sticks with me all the way through. I've and, got uh, that uh, is mentioned. I've got a quote written down. I've got like a notebook full of quotes. Like when I hear one, I thought, oh. oh, it's worth keeping. So I, I write it down. I'm trying to think. I think it was uh, uh, Christian Ronaldo, uh, the, the, the world-class soccer player, mm-hmm. who said, um, uh, I don't play against another team. I play against the idea of losing. Oh, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I just love the, I love like sports quotes like that. I mean, because it just gets you all fired up. And I mean, I know you have tons of quotes even from military days. I, I got I got some quotes. Yeah, you got some quotes. I got some quotes. But well, that's that's cool, man. So <laughs> when does he find out? I mean, what's crazy to me? I've always thought it was a little bit odd that five year olds have tryouts. It, this was our first go around at five year old tryouts. And I'm not a participation trophy guy. No, not I'm not either. I'm like I'm all about it. I I you know I dumbed him down and like he had just sweats on and a long sleeve shirt, a raggedy hat. You know, everybody else was like all done up in their baseball gear. And I was like, nah, he's going to be like the diamond in the rough today. So. <laughs> <laughs> Did it work? Oh, yeah, it worked. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, that's good. So you, you work with him at home, too, I take it. Oh, a little bit. I, I have failed at that. I should be working with him way more than I, sh- than I have been. All right. At baseball. All right. At baseball. So, but I, it'll I, come. I, I've seen how he reacts when he sees you here in the studio. He, <laughs> he, he knows his daddy. But uh, that's, just, that's just good, man. All right. Well, listen. Who do I got to call and beat up on to make sure that that my my adopted nephew gets a, a spot on the team? Hey, you know what? I'm just I'm just ready to get the call, the the draft <laughs> call. You know, be like, hey, he's 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 on he's on our team. Bringing like, him up to the big leagues. Let's do it. Get call ready. up, called up the big show. <laughs> <laughs> call up to the big. Call up to the bigs, man. Man, it's, we, gonna, it's gonna be fun. He's always into uh, his favorite sport is what he's in right now so it's basketball but man last night he got the taste of the baseball yeah so it's about to be baseball and there is something too there's something about were you under the lights oh yes we were there's there's something about being out there in the grass man under the lights i mean even just going and watching a high school football game something about being out on a friday night under the under lights the lights it's just it's magical Ah, and he already knows the song, Take Me Out to the Ball Game, so we're all set. Yes, we're ready. America. (laughs) America. All right. All right, folks, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Number one of the Triple Dipper, The Price of Border Chaos. We'll talk about it. Stay tuned.